The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. And Megan and myself are back in the studio with episode three. Hey, everyone. On a lifestyle of love. Yes. This is an awesome series. I'm really loving this. I'm with you on that. I'm loving this. Yeah. So what is it that really stands out for you so far as we've gone through this (laughs) series? It's the same thing it did earlier on. Yeah. Well, not earlier on, but in our previous recording. (laughs) Where I I can't get over the fact that like walking in love, everything we do that is right in the eyes of God is, it's like a sweet aroma to him. Like, yeah. he's so pleased. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we want for our parents? We want to do yeah. things that please them so they can be, like, really blessed by us. Yeah. And and when we do that and we love on others and we, you know, we cry with those who are sad and laugh with those who are happy and we encourage other people, we bless them. He's like, oh, those are my children. I'm so pleased with them. Yeah. Like that's what I see, like a father smiling down at his kids when they do that. And he says, that is my son or daughter with in whom I am well pleased. Yeah. And Jesus is the head of the church. Yes. And we are called the body of Christ. Yes. We are his body. So the head can't be one person no. and the body someone else. No. You know? So our text for this series is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, all the way into chapter 5, verse 2. And again, I'm just going to open up with that and say, Um, Instead, be kind to each other. And we're reading from the New Living Translation. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. And uh, like we've mentioned in the previous episodes, we said, in this ministry, you will know at some point that we emphasize very strongly from 1 John chapter 4. God is love. It's not that he is a loving person. Mm. No, love himself is loving, yes. Mm. But it's not God who is a lovely person. It's love himself. You cannot separate them. Yes, love is a person. It's not a feeling or an emotion. Love is a person. So he says here, just as love through the anointed one, has forgiven you. Imitate love, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Then it says, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. So what does that tell us? It tells us Christ lived a life filled with love. Mm. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, 
and here it says a pleasing aroma to yes. God. Now, as you know, we were busy in the series and we prayed and, and asked Dad, you know, take over. We welcomed him in the studio and um, he's helped us. Of course. He really helped us and he said to us, if you're going to imitate me, there's only one thing you can imitate. Mm, that's love. And that's love. There's nothing else to imitate. And then I said, okay, if we look at the reverse of that, if you're not imitating love, who are you imitating? Mm. And um, if we're going to call ourselves Christians, if we are going to say we are, what does it mean to be a Christian? It means to be Christ-like. It yes. means he Love said, like. yes, it means if you're going to be his disciple, you know, if you're going to be one of the disciplined ones. And you're wouldn't going you be to, disciplined in love? That's, that's the whole thing, you know, because he says we are supposed to imitate love yes. and live a life filled with love. And we're supposed to look at Christ as our example. Mm. And that's what we're doing in this in the series. We are looking at Jesus as our example. And the text for that was Isaiah 42 verse 3 from the New Living Translation. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. And then we went through scriptures like John chapter 8 verse 3 to 11. We went through Luke chapter 4 verse 27 to 30. We looked through Luke chapter 8 verse 33 to 37. Mm. And these were all situations. And then we even um, looked at Luke chapter 8 verse 43 to 48. And we looked at these situations because they were, um, you could say, very, very tense very tense situations um, to the point where in numerous occasions they wanted to kill him. Of course, yes. And at a time like that, many Christians would blow up. Mm. I mean, they would just go crazy. They would on react him. too quickly. And that is not following a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. Mm. And we need to come away from that. Yes. Because if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and you, you read that whole chapter, it talks about the love of God. It yes, talks about it innocent. Says, um, like love is not easily angered. Yeah, but and it's there's talking, a lot of that. It's talking about agape love. It's mm. talking about imitating the love God himself. Kind of love, yeah, yes. Not fulfilling the love that we um, they call it from the greek uh, philia mm. you know it's not talking about which that. is all about feelings yeah <laughs> so he says if you read through that chapter he says when i was a child i thought like a child i spoke like a child I acted like a child, yes. he says. But when that which is perfect has come, and a lot of people think, hey, he's changing the topic. He's talking about something else. No, he's still talking about the love mm. of God. He's talking about As agape you love. It, yes. And he's saying, oh, excuse me, I, I bumped the, the I pop filter. He says, when you walk in that which is perfect, he says, now you put away childish things and isn't that when you walk in that which is perfect mm. which is love yeah because love is perfect love is perfect that's yes. what he's talking about and he says you put away childish things mm. i like that you put away 
childish things. Because you cannot be mature in agape and be childish mm. both at the same time. No. You, you cannot. So there's to be mature, you've got to put away childish things. Mm. And I love that. When we're looking here, I just want to reiterate, reiterate again Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. And Jesus just asked me to read this from the Amplified Classic when it says, He is the perfect imprint and the very image of love's nature. So we discussed and we said, you can't tell the difference. Yes. You couldn't tell the difference. Mm. You looked at him, you're looking at the father. That's why he said, when you see me, you see the father. Yes, that's and, true. And, and Philip said, show us the father. Yes. He says, show us the father. And Jesus looked at him and he said, jeez, Philip, how long have I been with you? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. He says, when you've seen me, you've seen the father. Mm. Um, you can't separate the two because no. he's the perfect imprint. The perfect, the perfect imprint. And uh, the very image, the very image mm. of love's nature. He did not crush the weakest reed and he didn't put out a flickering candle. Now, I'm going to read um, again. He lived a whole life and his life wasn't easy. No, it wasn't. Massive crowds followed this man. And Rick Renner, who is a, really a good um, scholar of the Greek language, says if you study out those Greek words very, very carefully, it tells us that when it says, and a great crowd followed him, you know, and it says that there were anywhere between 25 thousand to fifty thousand people following him at a time wow i mean when it, when the bible when the bible is saying a great crowd yes. it's not talking about 120 people <laughs> no because that's not a crowd no that's not a great crowd he was put in some very very if i can say the tension was very very high mm. and not once even against his very accusers, did he hold a grudge against them? Yes. Did he withhold forgiveness against them? Mm. He didn't retort with a nasty word. He wasn't horrible to them. He didn't shout at them. He was very gentle. He was quick to forgive. Very quick to give. He was tender-hearted. Yes. And he was kind. <laughs> Lived a life filled with love. And now we're going to read another situation. Tensions are mounting very, very high now. And um, like we said, he lived, he did not violate. Before we go on to that, thank you, Lord. I repent for not um, quoting that immediately. How is this man living this lifestyle of love? What is he governing his life by? Yes. Well, the law of Moshe. And we see the law of Moshe, for those of you who only tuning in now, Moshe is his proper name in the Hebrew. His English name, as we know, is Moses. Mm. And so uh, Matthew chapter 22, and we will look at um, verse 35. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him, saying, Master, 
Which is the great commandment in the law? What's the most important? What's the most important? To love your neighbor as yourself? Yeah. Jesus said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first, first and, great and great commandment. Now that was easy for him to answer mm. because he's staying in the realm of love all the time. So that's obvious to him. To to them, they, they're thinking it's knowledge to them. Yes. It's revelation to him. And then he said, he didn't stop there, and he said, the second is like unto it. Mm. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Because when you love God, when you love him, yeah. it's easy to love your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Now he says, on these two hang all the law and the prophets. Mm. So you can quote the law and the prophets all you want. But when you are not staying in the realm of love, the very yes. first two commandments, you've missed everything. Mm. And everything else is not going to work. And nothing has changed over in the New Testament. Still saying the exact mm. same thing. And you quoted it. First yes. Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 through 3, mm. before we go over into 4. He says you can do all those things. And if your motive is not love, you've missed the boat. Yes, exactly. It's an absolute waste of time. There's no profit coming out of your giving. Your sacrifices is worth nothing. Yes. Your tongue sounds like a gate that's creaking <laughs> full of rust. Yes. It's, it's amazing. Mm. It's amazing. Nothing changed from the Old Testament to the New Testament where love is concerned. And Jesus said love is at the very top. Yes. And if you don't make that your number one commandment, you've missed the boat. Nothing else is going to work. And they say, you know, that when you're walking in love, when you're operating in, in love, yeah. when you're keeping the love commandment, you're keeping all the laws. Yeah. You fulfilled them. Yeah. Because if you love your neighbor, you won't steal from them. You yeah. won't commit adultery. Yes. You love God. You're not going to use his name in vain. Yeah. You know, like all the laws that and that are um, in the Old Testament, you are fulfilling when you're walking in love. Yeah. So let's look at, I know this is episode three, but we're looking at the life of Jesus. Did he violate the law of love? Not, Not one chance. time. Right through, right up to the cross and on the cross, mm. he was still walking in love. He was still gentle. And that's just amazing. So let's let's look at those snapshots going right <laughs> up to the cross now. Luke chapter 22, verse 49 to 51. The Bible tells us we ought to live a life filled with love yes. like the example of Christ. So let's look at the example of Christ okay. and find out what a life filled with love looks like. When the other disciples understood what was happening, they asked, Lord, shall we fight them with our swords? Remember, he's in the Garden of Gethsemane now. They've come to come and fetch him. They, they, 
they're treating him like a common criminal. It's very aggravating. Mm. Yes, it's very annoying. This man was a peaceful man. And he was innocent. And, and he was such a good man. And his good works speak for themselves. Yet they're coming and they're trying him like a common criminal. Yes. And unfortunately, it's Democrats that act like that today. <laughs> Lord, shall we fight them with our swords? Just then, one of the disciples swung his sword at the high priest's servants and slashed off his right ear. Jesus stopped the incident from escalating any further by saying, Enough of this! Then he touched the right side of the injured man's head and the ear grew back. He was healed. Praise God. Wow. These are the people who have come to to persecute him. Yeah. And... One of his disciples cuts off the servant's ear and instead of Jesus saying, Crefio, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, disciples finish them off. <laughs> he said, like, no, stop this. This, yeah. isn't, this isn't how we do this, you know. And, and he healed the, the servant instantly because yeah. that's not how he was going to go He's, down. He is, he is refusing refusing to violate that command yes this is not just you know talk is cheap mm. he's actually living by this he walked it and he taught he talked it and he walked it this is a law and i'm not violating yes it. and he knew he knew that and i even at the cost of his life yes he remained in love could you read now he's on the cross luke okay. chapter 23 Verse 34 all the way through 39. He's actually on the cross and they still have not stopped. They're still <laughs> carrying on. Okay, so we are reading Luke 23 mm. verses 34. Um, okay, it says, Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. I mean, really. Yeah, he's hanging on the cross. He's Bleeding. Yes, he's literally on the on the last of the last. Yeah. And they are still tormenting him. Yeah. And and pushing his buttons. <laughs> yes. You know? And love is Father forgive them. They know not what they do. Because he understood, he knew. They had no idea sure. what they were doing. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, mm. save yourself. And then verse 39, it says, Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. Sure. I mean, like really, you're on your last and you yeah. still want to, like, you know, go at him. What for? You're not going to get anything out of it. No. And I mean, Jesus didn't even react to him. No. And, you know, that's the whole thing about walking in love. You know, and it says, I want to read Romans chapter 8. When it says, as it is written, for your sake. Well, verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Mm. 
Nothing. Who's going to separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, shall distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Let me let me help you. None. <laughs> None. That's yes. amazing. Mm. That's amazing. And it says, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things we actually more than conquerors through him that loved us. Mm. So when you are in a tight situation like that, the reason he chose love is because in that situation you will always be more than a conqueror. Mm. And what does 1 Corinthians 13 verse 8 say? Love never Fails. It never, ever fails. Yes, and I think it's from the Amplified. It says, love never fails or comes to an end or becomes obsolete. Yeah, it doesn't quit. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't, there's no obsolete. But, yes. you know, when we look at Jesus, you're reading those situations and it looks like he's a lamb going to the slaughter. Mm. It looks weak. It looks defeated. But... It's because he remained in the realm of love that he was in the secret place. Yes. They tried to throw him off of a cliff, couldn't do it. He just passed through them. Yeah, I mean right in the midst of them. (laughs) Yes. That is love. Mm. And I mean even when he went to the cross, they, they think that they succeeded, but he's the one that gave himself up. Yeah. So he chose to give his life for everyone. But they think that they won and that yeah. they destroyed him. But it wasn't It wasn't like that at all. Now, you know, when it says here that we ought to be kind to each other. Mm. Now, this is where they're writing. The apostles are writing to the church now. And this is an instruction to us. He says, in other words, he's telling us choose love. Yes. He says choose love. Choose the way of love. He says, be kind to each other. We're back to Ephesians mm. chapter 32, uh, chapter 4, verse 32 instead. Uh, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another. He says, just as love through Christ has forgiven you, and imitate love. Mm. Don't imitate the devil. Yes. Make it a point to imitate love. And he says, therefore, in everything you do, imitate love, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, Mm. following that example of Christ. Yes. Now, we found out, and the Lord just pointed out to me while we were doing this, he said that every time you choose the way of love. It's a sweet, pleasing mm, aroma. My favorite. To him. Isn't that just amazing? I, I, I'm, just, I'm just taken by that because, you know, when you want to please your dad yeah. and you know that everything you do that is pleasing mm. is a sweet aroma to him. Yeah. You want to go out of your way deliberately to please him yeah. so that he can smell that sweet scent mm. all the time. It's just, wow. When we looked at these examples, these were 
in situations where, like I said, tensions were running high, mm. very high. And it looked defeated for Jesus when the woman was caught in adultery, of especially, course. you know, in situations like that, he chose not to violate that commandment of mm. love. And he got exactly what First Corinthians yeah. 13 verse 8 says, love never Fails. And the scripture you says win with love. we ought to follow the example of Christ. Yes. And that that's why those we are were good examples. Than, that's why we're more than conquerors, yeah. because we choose love. Yes. In the natural, it looks like, you know, choosing the way of love, keeping quiet when someone just snaps at you. Yes. You know, you're keeping quiet and you're choosing the other way. You you want to be tender hearted. Mm. You want to be kind. It looks like you're a sheep going to the slaughter. Yes. But no, you're actually in the realm of being more than a conqueror. Absolutely. That's the place to stay. Yes. It, it looks, it, it goes contrary to everything that we've been taught, you know. So you're swimming upstream. Yeah. <laughs> but While you, everybody else is going downstream. Yeah, but you're actually staying in the realm of victory. You're staying in that place of peace. And now we've run out of time again. Huh? That's the end of another episode. But we just started this one. <laughs> Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. <laughs>